John 17, Yes. I have given them your word. Yeah. We automatically go to the Bible. Right, and it just isn't It isn't right. what he's talking about. It's I have himself. Given, I have given them your me. Yes, that's, that's exactly what he's right. Saying. Yeah. yeah, it says, quite frankly, in, the be- in John 1, which yep. leads to 17, 1, yep. in the beginning, uh, the word was with God, and the word was made flesh and dwelt with man. Yes. And there is absolutely no debate I've ever found anywhere that that is anything but Jesus Christ. And and I think Steve Eaton puts a, a really good perspective on that, that we needed the man more than we need the book. Oh, no question. The book points us to the man. Yes. God came in the form of a man 100%. so that we could relate to him. Right. Look, the, the, the book is... Is fantastic. It's vital. Are you kidding me? It's vital. The book is vital. Hear us say that. Yeah, it's it's, it's so vital. But it's not the end to be sought. Jesus said this to the Pharisees. Um, I can't remember where this one's at. You guys can look this one up. Um, It is in, I believe it's also in John. Um, But anyway, he says to the Pharisees, he says, you're looking for eternal life. And you search the scriptures. He says, you pour, this is probably a, a translation anyway, yeah. you pour over the scriptures in search you of eternal life. You lives right. studying scripture. And here it is in front of you and you can't recognize it. Yep. And that's really the whole point. In fact, you know, the timeline of Christ in uh, is so amazing to me. Uh, we know the story of feeding the 5,000. We know the story of walking on water and Peter. Um, and we know... Um, this, not as many people know, but when he first time he reveals to the masses that he's the Messiah, right. those things all happen in a 24 hour period. So he gets word that his cousin, John the Baptist, has been beheaded. He efforts to go mourn yeah. uh, on top of this mountain by himself. He, he got off by himself a lot. It's uh, something we should consider. Solitude is a, it's a wonderful discipline. So uh, <laughs> he goes off to be by himself. Next thing you know, probably Peter, I don't know, <laughs> comes a knock and he's like, hey, we got these people here, man. You got to say something, right? And he's like, he turns around and he looks and he says, then the, the nice little piece here, I love this. He says, and, and he looked upon them as sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And so Jesus has mercy on them, stops his self-care, if you will. And he goes and he has, um, uh, he preaches preaches to the 5,000, and then feeds the 5,000 out of the fish and loaves, right? Um, they, nighttime falls, Jesus says, okay, I'm going to go back and do what I was doing, yeah. right? I've ministered, now I'm going to go up here, and he tells the disciples, you guys go ahead and head over uh, across the sea there, and uh, I'm going to, I'll meet you at uh, Capernaum, I think. And uh, yep. <laughs> so about one in the morning, I think is what it is, something like that, one or two, uh, Jesus comes walking out on the water from the mountaintop and they all freak out and Peter's like, hey, if a Jew, bid me come. So we know that story. Yeah. He walks on the water. The next day, um, basically, that 
early that morning, they're arriving here at Capernaum. Now, it's close enough for the people who we just fed to see that they're over there. Yeah. Because it says they looked and saw they were on the other side of the shore. So all those people start loading up and they're going over there. And so he goes over there and uh, he goes to preach in the temple, to teach in the temple. And that's when he says, you guys are here for what I have to offer you, but you have no idea what that is. You are coming because I fed you. Yeah. Right? And he says this, and it's like, uh, in my estimation, it's, it's this point where Jesus is like, I keep trying to help these people see, and all they can do is see what I have to offer them. And they only can see the self-serving things. And he says to them, he says, you're, you know, you're, um, Moses get, you know, got you manna from heaven and fed you that way. And the bread of life is standing here right in front of you. And they're like, what do you mean? What do you mean bread of life? And he's like, me, I'm the bread of life. Wait, what do you mean? I am the son of God, the Messiah. Yeah. And he says these things. And what happens? Everybody leaves him. Yeah. Now keep in mind, again, 24 hour period. He just fed all these people. Also, miraculously. Well, uh, the other thing he said is, you eat my flesh. And eat my flesh. Blood, and right. my blood. And they go, right. oh, this is gross. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. So after all of what he's just done, they all turn and leave, right? They abandon him, these thousands of people yeah. who, who, some who were already there and some who came across the shore. Right. Uh, and, and a lot of them were considered his disciples. They would say themselves, I am a disciple of Jesus. And they turn and leave. And he turns to his 12 and he says, are you guys going to leave me too? And they say, this, again, Peter, where would, we, where would we go? And <laughs> that is not the response that would make you feel good, is it? <laughs> right? Yeah, what, what would have been awesome? Uh, are you kidding me? We're not leaving you. You're the Messiah. No, they didn't say that. They said, I mean, where would we go? Yeah. You can translate that however you want. Right. But the reality is that's something that somebody says when they're stuck. And, and the disciples, those 12, were absolutely stuck. And I'm surprised they didn't say, so when are you going to throw Rome out of Israel? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. When are you going to Well, they, they, they the did their Romans? best to hint around it, that's oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and so, so, you know, then we see the very next piece of this puzzle, and it may have been even that evening, uh, is Jesus said to, to Peter, who do people say that I am? And that's when he says, you are the Christ, Son of the living God, yeah. eventually. Yeah. And so... So all of that, you know, I guess my point is, is that when we recognize that, that Jesus is the point, and I mean, everyone will say this, but they spend, I, I, would, I would challenge this, I would say that, that the majority of Christians that I've encountered in my life um, hold a much higher priority to read scripture than they do to spend time with God. And it's for the very same reason the thousands came across the Sea of Galilee to Capernaum mm -hmm. and said, will you feed us again? Yeah. People, people spend so much time in Scripture looking for something to feed for them. them. Looking for them, that's for right. For them. And it's, they already have it. Well, yeah. In Christ, they already have what they're hungry for. Yeah. And, but see, and, and here's... But they the, don't believe it. No, and, and this is the part where I think I think we lose out on love. And I'm not saying we're obligated, but man, why do we search for such a one-sided relationship? It's so, it, it bothers me. And you know, I said earlier that worship's the only thing we have to give. And I guess what I would say about that is, 
really my heart in it all is I really don't have anything to give him but that. That's something I can direct myself. And that's expressing the love back to God that, that I can't, like what could I, it's like buying a gift. What could I give God? Okay. What do I have to bring him in? But you know what I think delights God is, yes, worship, but also to trust him. Also to believe who he says you are. I think that's really important that we I believe sure him. I 100% agree with that. I mean, and that's my and, contribution. And I making, believe you. Yeah, and 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 I think there's lots of things he delights in us. Um, I guess what I'm saying for for me, what I'm saying is, I desire to show God how much I love him. Yeah. I, not that I want him to be pleased with me. That is a, kind of a performance thing. I I want him to be pleased with me, sure. But that's not my desire. My desire is so that I want him to know how much I love him. Now, I know he knows. Yes, he knows. But it's like the best example I can give is my wife. I, I know she knows I love her, but I want her to know. Yeah. Like, I want that. And so knowing that, she loves, that she, knowing that she knows I love her isn't enough for me. I want, I want her to know. It's, I know this is a little, it's like mincing words here, but, but it's truly a desire. And, and when that's the case, you, you don't think nearly as much about what you're getting. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yes. That's I, really I the bottom line. Yeah. You're just, you're not trying to, you're, not, you're just not trying to get. Now, within that context, you then realize I have everything. I have everything. I mean, so, so you're not discovering it from an academic standpoint. It's, it's truly the fruit of love well, expressed. When we try to intellectually ascend, that's when mm. we get into trouble. Yeah, well, because it doesn't work that way. Because it, it doesn't work there. I can't figure this out. Right. We, we are I God. Can't, I can't <laughs> understand this, although God lives in us, yeah. and he's the teacher, he's the counselor, he's the revealer of truth, and I am the beneficiary well, of Well, it's that. intellectual versus experiential. Yeah. We can't experience the things that we can intellectualize from a God perspective. We, aren't, it's, we are eternal beings, but we can't experience the fullness of that because we live in these mortal bodies and yes. we're constantly arguing with ourselves because about it. Because we're trapped in this time-space thing. Exactly. And as soon as that changes, yep. well, now all of a sudden we have an experiential understanding. Yep. And so we try to reason out God's character and God's perspectives and God's everything based on our human experience. We will always come up short. So stop. Stop trying to figure out God's motives. Stop yep. trying to figure out God's... Uh, perspectives. How about we just embrace God? How about we, or don't? I mean, it's your choice, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Or don't. But, yeah. but I mean, at the end of the day, I hate using that phrase now. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus never said that. So it's right. That's why I hate it so much. Um, it is I, I guess it, is. it just comes down to the simplicity. Uh, I think everything is, I believe, I believe that everything has, it comes down to a simple root. And that if we establish this correct little root thing, that everything that grows from that becomes the, the, the most clear, the most simple version of everything. Okay, I, I'm going to challenge the word establish. The root exists. The root is in us. So how do we establish something that already exists? Well, you're just, it's just semantics. I'm, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not suggesting we, we create something. I'm saying yeah. it is a discovery process, but... But let's let's say it a different way. If I've got a yard, 
uh, full of grass and there's one kind of grass I really like. When I look at this whole yard, I mean, I don't, I can't necessarily see that small patch of that grass because yeah. it's all green. It's all, green. It's all grass. Yeah. But when I get down and I start looking at the roots, that's where I can tell the difference. Okay. And so, okay. so it's discovering it. Absolutely. Um, and, and for me, the, the word establishment comes an establishment of my belief. It's, I'm establishing, I'm establishing my belief in what I've discovered. Um, okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the context I, that. I mean. It. I get that. But I certainly understand where you're coming from because yeah. I think we spend so much time in the Christian world uh, building doctrines as opposed yeah. to discovering them. So what <laughs> is in me has, God has given me and I establish in my mind the truth of that existence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and 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 also what that like the so you so here's my kind of one of my points in this is like once the discovery of that root has happened and I've established in my mind, yeah, I'm I'm on board with I'm this. On, I'm all in. Well, now, now everything is filtered through that understanding, yeah. and so you literally get to take a fresh look at everything. I yes. mean, fresh look at the color red. I mean, for goodness sake, like everything is radically affected by this fundamental root. Uh, discovery, yes. uh, I would say change because my belief system was on one thing and now it's on this other yes. thing. Um, and so within oh. that, it, it is a new path of, of discovery that uh, I find absolutely um, that's, stimulating. That's the word, discovery. Discovery, discovery the depth of the truth that I, can't, I haven't even scratched the surface. Right, right. That's why, It is yeah. so deep. It is so complex. It is so beyond my comprehension and it lives in me. Yeah. And and you said complex and I would say simple ironically. Oh uh, yeah. Um because <laughs> but, but I think that's the thing the complexity of it. See, we built we being the Christian community has built uh what Christianity is off of a, a humanistic discovery. Yeah. Instead of uh instead of the simple root of it all that Jesus just said over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> I mean, the simple reality is it is simple. Jesus but is, but but it becomes complicated because of it, it, to me we're unraveling a ball of Christmas lights, yeah. and so that's the complicated part. And the closer we get to the end, the simpler it becomes. Yes. and we see this long line of instead Christmas of this lights. big ball of mass, it's a long string exactly, light, yeah. and everything yeah. now makes sense. Yeah. But. But once you have that long string, I mean, if we're using this analogy, it, then you turn them on and you got to start checking bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah. anyway, I, I don't know. I think, you know, when you ask me about doing this and talking about omission, it's funny because uh, these are the things that stick out to me um, that we have. Here's yet another difficult concept that we have to try or, or a law we have to try to live by because yeah. someone didn't hear Jesus say it or didn't understand the concept or didn't even try to dive into the context of the scripture they're reading. I'm wrong about so many things and I'm aware of that. Um, you're asking me questions today that I'm probably wrong about a lot of the positions I have. I'm not, I, you know, I've said this many times, the band 38 special, uh, that's where I get my theology from. <laughs> or it's what I call it, is the 38 Special Theology, which is I hold on loosely, but I don't let go. Yeah. You know, And so I'm like, okay, I have, I have a lot of these things that I'm holding on to, but I'm not holding on so tight that they're rigid and they can't move. They have to be able to shift yeah. if I'm going to grow and learn. Yeah. It is, there's a flexibility 
that we have to exercise mm -hmm. or it does become rigid yeah and it's it's breakable at that point there was a there was a lady who made an, a post on social media recently that said um, it was in response it was a comment to a post and it said one sin just one if you're found with just one sin you will be in hell she said this absolutely yes and this was again a comment and then a bunch of follow-up amens right and i'm like how do i address this because the first thing i want to say to her is do you mind if i take a look at your life just for five minutes <laughs> you can look at mine for two days i just want to look at yours for five minutes because i'm willing to bet i could go through her facebook page and just look at this lady's pictures and find something in there that she would consider a sin. Yeah. And and what I want to say cuz I don't want to be mean to her. No. I want to say why do you why why are you there? What cuz cuz here's the thing you have to figure out. What what is the logic of it all? Again, I'm I'm not God, so the humanistic side of me uh I'm trying to set that aside as best I can. The the human, I'm not humanistic, but the human side. Um and so I recognize, like, for example, uh, justice. Like, this is the first little piece when we're talking about sin. Justice mm -hmm. is what you kind of talk about. Well, you did this, so obviously there has to be a penalty. Okay, well, I didn't know this was wrong. Like Simon, he didn't know what he was doing was wrong. Why yeah. is there a penalty for something he didn't know? Yeah. His heart was not mean or poor-spirited there or anything. It's just a thing. Well, this lady, same concept. It's like, well, why would God create a process and a system? that is so impossible to execute that the point of his creation, he made us to dwell with him, yeah. to be in fellowship with him. He made us like him so that he would have somebody that was not a peer, but like a peer. Um, the angels weren't like him. No other creation was like him. So it would be like you trying to have a really good, meaningful, deep relationship with your dog. You can have a good relationship with your dog, but your dog doesn't talk back to you, and that keeps things very surfacey. Um, and so... Feed me and pet me. That's right. I mean, there's not a lot of levels to that. And, and, and there's a lot of attachment, don't get sure, me wrong. Sure, but, sure, sure. but again, that's why God created us in his image. Um, he says it in Genesis to be in relationship with him. That's yes. our design. So I'm not just making this motivation up. Um, and so within that context now, what what is logical about him saying, okay, but pretty much everyone's got to be perfect or I'm out, uh, or more to the point, they're out. Now, this was this paradox issue that he has. He can't give us free will and have us be perfect at the same time because it just didn't happen, right? We're not him. Yeah. So... So he made a way. That's the whole point. That's he the whole made point. a way. He rigged the system, if it will, because he is just and consistent. He had to find a justifiable way to do it. Well, the way he was taking care of it in the Old Testament was the sacrifice of a perfect lamb, yeah. right? It was blameless. It was innocent. It couldn't sin. It was a lamb. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so we sacrifice this to cover our sins with the blood of that, sh the shed blood of that lamb. Um, so then we have the prophets begin to prophesy that about Christ, that G Jesus comes, the Father sends his son because to, to cover all sins for humanity, you have to send a blameless human, yeah. and that blameless, sinless human is blameless, God. Blameless, perfect. Perfect, exactly. Yeah. So you send God himself 
in his son to be crucified on our behalf, to be sacrificed so that our sin would be covered. So why in the world would I say, because whatever it is that I deem a sin, by the way, because yeah. there's, there's so many non-definitive sins that are cataloged in the Christian church, um, uh, several racist ones at that. Um, so, so now all of a sudden, that's a sin. I'm going to go to hell now. I don't even think that, that that's a whole other discussion. But, but like the, 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 this whole that, that's dumb. That doesn't even make sense. It's it's total bondage. I can't sure. imagine being in that kind of bondage where one. What's what's the script that if you miss dot one dot right you've one broken bit. the whole law right right and that's the thing it's like well okay I guess I'm out then like because here's the deal here here's what I know even even uh, just an average person if they honestly fell into that belief system one they're going to be living in fear their entire life yes. they're not going to be living in love two um, they're going to fall short. And at some point, they're going to give up. And when they give up, what are they giving up? They're giving up their relationship with God. Because I can't possibly measure up. Yeah. I mean, they're literally, literally living in Old Testament law with well, New Testament And the content. law is important. We have to understand the importance of the law because the law shows us you can't do it. <laughs> right. Here's the standard. Here's the standard. Boom. You can't meet it. Can't meet it. So you can't It earn, reveals our deficiency. Yeah. You can't earn... The righteousness I need for you to have in order to be in my presence. Right. You can't get there. Right. So that's why it's so important. He spent 5,000 years proving one group of people couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he sent his son. His son was perfect. His son was sinless. And he took all of it on himself and suffered the worst possible death. Mm -hmm. And it's all resolved. We can now be in relationship with him. And I have to ask this lady, what sin was not forgiven? Yeah. Well, my, I'm, I'm, I commented on the post yeah. and I said, uh, thank God that I can rejoice that I don't have one single sin left that God didn't pay for with the sacrifice of his son. That's right. And, I, and that was it. So I didn't crit ridicule no, or anything else. Yeah. I just said... I said, thank God that that's covered. And, and you, know what, you know what you did? You did to her what Simon the sorcerer did to Peter. <laughs> you showed her love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. There was no reply comments, no likes. So <laughs> anyway. Well, we've been at this an hour. Yeah. Well, it's not surprising. Yeah. I uh, hope you guys are still with us. <laughs> I hope you are too. This has been fun for us. Oh, man. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy doing it. Yeah. That's thank fine. you, Jeremy. Yeah, thank you. You're a great friend and a great thinker. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. You are uh, something pretty great, too. <laughs> Someday, somebody's going somebody's gonna to figure what that figure I out. I mean, what we're working is. on it. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>